Hello, everybody. This is uh, going to be one that is a parallel bef between uh, the the way things are now. Do you remember when Saul, the king Saul, you know, they they the children of Israel wanted a king, and it wasn't God's will for them to have a king. So. Eventually, the people kept on asking and asking and asking, and finally God worked through his prophet Samuel and anointed Saul as king. And God picked him because he was, well, the people picked him because he was had the broad, broadest shoulders in the army, and he was a fair person. And uh, they, they picked after the flesh, and you know what they got? They got flesh. And this this king uh, ruled and was not anything like King David. And so therefore, after a period of time, God started to work behind the scenes. And like he, he took away the smiths, the, the people that made instruments of war, like the swords and the spears and stuff. And he banished it. And therefore, Saul and Jonathan fell in battle. And, um, and it was to make way for the king. And, and when that happened, um, it was very much a parallel what we will see today. We have in the nations and in the cities, we have corrupt leaders that rule and reign. And most of them are not uh, chosen of God, and they are evil and corrupt. And it's a very uh, wicked scenario globally. And this last move of God is definitely a global um, kingdom authority move. And therefore, uh, we're going to have to see great change like we did during the reign of David. And and David, when when he came to Hebron, everything in the kingdom, but you know what? During Saul's reign, they didn't seek after the Lord. Uh, they didn't seek the ark of his covenant, which they had, because the ark was taken. And, and, um, and therefore, the first thing that David did when he got reestablished in Hebron was he requested that everybody would swear to reinstate because he wanted to bring the Ark of God back into uh, that city and that place. And, and, and that was his quest. That was his heart to restore God to his people. And... Um, and God was pleased with that. But of course, David being, you know, 17 years or so in the backside of the Philistine uh, country, that when he returned, he, you know, he, he got sloppy. And when he raised up the people to go get the ark, he, he went and put the ark, had them put the ark on a new cart that had never been ridden. And that wasn't God's will. God's will was to carry the ark on the staves 
uh, of the priests, the Levites. And therefore, after there was a breach and his best friend died, he had to repent. Even David had to repent. And after a season of not talking to the Lord and being mad at the Lord, he had to return. And there's such a, 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 a parallel between Saul's kingdom and what we got today. And we need to return. We need the Davids of our day to turn the kingdom to God and to restore the ark of his presence and to restore the glory of God to his people. And, and it's not going to be well with us until we do do this. Uh, the stones that the builder rejected has to become chief with the corner. And that's where we are. Like it or not, that's where we are. So pray for God to, uh, you know, there's a time to cast stones away, but there's a time to bring them back together. And we need God's speed for him to restore his people the unity of the spirit and the unity of the faith and the unity of the brother need to be with Godspeed in this day, in this generation. You know, David had the famous coin, the famous saying that he, he you know, he, he had a heart after God, yes, but he also said that he would uh, make an impact to his generation. Well, we should be likewise. But anyway, until next time, may God bless you.